0: All right, dads, I have got an awesome guest to bring you guys today. Adam Carolla joins me on the podcast. Adam Carolla is a legendary podcaster who launched the Adam Carolla podcast back in 2009, and he broke a world record for the most downloaded podcast. Prior to that, Adam had had a prominent career on radio where he co-hosted Love Line with Dr. Drew, Adam Carolla was also the co-host and co-creator of The Man Show, as well as Crank Yankers. He has appeared on Dancing with the Stars and The Celebrity Apprentice. His book, In 50 Years Will All Be Chicks, debuted on the New York Times bestseller list back in 2010. Adam also starred in, co-wrote, and co-produced the award-winning independent film, The Hammer. He is hilarious. He's been just crushing the game for a long time. It's an honor to have him on the podcast with me today. Adam Carolla will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Adam Carolla was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch today's conversation with Adam Carolla and myself, please hit me with a subscribe on YouTube. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. Okay, and if you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to hear my interviews with other comedians on First Class Fatherhood, be sure to go check out my conversations with Joel McHale, Roy Wood Jr., Paul Shear, Brendan Schaub, and many others. And coming soon... Danelle Rawlings will be joining me right here on the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace to find out all the other upcoming guest announcements that'll be joining me here on the podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please go and hit me with a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify or any of the other podcasting apps that you're listening on. That always goes a long way to help me out. And as always, guys, please help me spread the word about the podcast every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with the one, the only, Adam Carolla. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, if we learned anything this last year, it's that building health and immunity is more important than ever, and that all begins with what you put on your plate. Belcampo is on a mission to revolutionize the meat industry for the well-being of people, the planet, and animals by farming meat the right way with certified humane, regenerative, and climate-positive practices, which means it's better for you, the planet, and the animals. That's a trifecta that I'm proud to be a part of, and right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners can have Belcampo sustainably raised meats delivered right to your door using my promo code FATHERHOOD at belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood and get 20% off your first order. Go visit belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood, use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout and save 20% off your first order at Belcampo. Joining me now, first-class father, Adam Carolla. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood.
1: Thanks for having me, Alec.
0: Uh, let's kick it off like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they?
1: I have uh, two boy-girl twins. They're
0: 14 years of age. Yeah, very cool. What kind of sports or activities are they into? Uh,
1: my daughter's very much into volleyball and uh, socializing, and my son used to be into basketball, and now he's into sort of stats and sports. He's into sports stats, basically. So he knows many more players in the NBA and their stats than he does his actual ability to dribble a basketball anymore. So he's kind of taking the nerd route, and my daughter's taking the jock
0: route. (laughs) Very cool. If you could, Adam, just take one second here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do.
1: Um, I was a carpenter that turned boxing instructor that went from boxing instructor to radio host, to television personality, to, um, po- podcaster, uh, to author, to documentarian.
0: Yeah. You have had an incredibly, incredibly successful career, Adam, along this journey. Then about how old were you when you became a dad and how did that, kind of change your perspective on life?
1: Um, I became a dad late in life. I was uh, 42 years of age when I became a dad. And um, it didn't really shape my perspective on life too much because I kind of waited for a long period of time so that it wouldn't be that earth shattering or that reshaping of me. Like I wanted to get... I wanted to get right. I wanted to get my head in the right place. I wanted to get financially secure. I, I wanted to get in a good place before I had kids. So if I'd had kids when I was younger, I think it probably would have affected my life in a much greater way. But uh, because I waited, it was a lot of what I'd sort of planned on and anticipated.
0: Yeah, well said. And what what about as far as uh, discipline goes with the twins, Adam, what type of disciplinarian are you as a dad and is that different than the discipline style that you grew up with?
1: I didn't grow up with any discipline at all, and I've basically kept the mantle going of being a horrible discipliner. Um I'm I'm much more of an encourager than a discipliner and not it's not because I'm soft. It's just like my feeling is, is here is what a good life is. Here's what hard work is. Here's, you know, here's what you're going to have to try to emulate. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to work weekends. Um, I do things like I would say to my son, uh, I work all week. And then I would go out on the weekends and do comedy shows. And I would tell my son that if I go out, and go out of town and get paid and do a gig, uh, you don't have to jump in the freezing cold swimming pool, which is something I do on a daily basis. But if I go out on a Saturday night and I just go to the comedy store and I just work out for free, if I do it for free those days, you need to get in the pool with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really good stuff, Adam. And, and, and I seen you on uh, Tucker Carlson, there talking about the kids going back to school. I got four kids myself, uh, 14, 13, 10 and six. And, uh, you know, I, I drive Uber on the weekends. And I recently had one woman that had the vaccination, was wearing two masks and she had already had coronavirus. And I'm thinking, like, what is it going to take in order for you to feel OK and safe again? And I don't know um, what it's going to take. But I, how has it been with you having the kids at home doing the homeschool virtual thing?
1: Uh, You know, as far as Corona goes, my son doesn't give a crap about it. And my daughter gives less and less a crap about it as the days go on. I think at the beginning, she kind of bought into the hype and she was freaked out. You know, one thing we don't really focus on is how the news and the politicians completely freak the kids out. So my daughter got like some post-traumatic stress. From the COVID thing, they weren't really, she didn't understand that she was young. She was not in a demo or group or an age range where it was really going to affect her seriously. So she got good and freaked out by it. Uh, My son never really cared. He was probably taking a page out of my book. And my uh, kids are homeschooled now or not homeschooled, but remote schooled. And it's a goddamn disaster. They, they end up sleeping too late. A lot of cheating going on. Everyone evidently cheats now. They just get all their answers from their friends or they go to some math app or something. So lots of cheating, lots of lethargy, and basically just a wasted
0: year. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, Out of my four kids, I only have one, three of them go to Catholic school and one goes to the public and the public school has—he's been home since it's a year now. He's been home since last March, and it's been devastating. That it really has been, and it's—I just don't understand uh, why we can't get him back and going into school again. It's been uh, enough is enough here, but um, what, what, I wanted to hit. What, what would you say then, Adam, are the top values that you're hoping to instill in the twins growing up?
1: Hard work, you know. I—I I feel like I got everywhere from hard work, so. Um, don't be scared to work for free. Uh, don't be scared to have a goal and pursue it. Do not expect to be compensated for that for a while or maybe ever. I don't know. I, I, I work really hard and I work for free for uh, long periods of time. And I'm not that interested in the scholastic stuff and I'm not interested so much in the extracurricular stuff, but I, I am interested And them understanding that you got to work like you got to learn to work like I I've said to my son a bunch of times, look, you're a crappy student. You picked the right dad. I don't care. I don't care if you go to college or not, but you are going to have to learn how to work. And I learned how to work through necessity. But um, that's what I want. I want to instill that work ethic.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned there, too, I, I ask a lot of the entrepreneurs that come on the show here, too, just about uh, college in general and whether or not is it necessary for kids to go to college to succeed in today's world. It seems like uh, they should have like an influencer school, social media school. Like it, it seems like that's where everyone's making their money right now online. And yet now you have kids that are paying these big ticket educations for college and they're home in the basement doing it online. So I don't know. Is it, is it what do you think? Is it, is it worth it to, to send the kids to college? That they need it to succeed today.
1: I personally, I don't think so, but you know, I come from the world of entertainment. So, and carpentry and being a boxing coach, (laughs) there's not a lot of college between those three entities. Most of the people I know that are successful will tell a story about going to college for a couple of years and then dropping out and then pursuing whatever it is they're doing now. So it's usually involves an internship or getting a job in the mail room somewhere or going to the radio station and being the van driver, you know, it, it all, all the stories of success that I hear about or are stories of showing up somewhere, m- making yourself useful and, you know, being of service.
0: Yeah. And then getting into what you do, you mentioned entertainment there, uh, Adam, right now. I mean, uh, Pepe Le Pew just went down. Uh, Dr. Seuss, they're they're dropping like Mr. Potato Head here. How difficult is it like in the comedy world to walk this line? What kind of advice would you have for the parents out there that got kids that are interested in pursuing a comedy career? How do they kind of what line do they walk? Who can they insult? Like, how, how has this affected the comedy world? All right, dads, where are you buying the meat that nourishes you and your family? I used to get mine at the supermarket, but now, thanks to Belcampo, it comes straight to my door, and it's far better and healthier than what I was used to. And thanks to my new partnership with Belcampo, First Class Fatherhood listeners can now benefit as well. Grass-fed and pasture-raised meats like Belcampo have five amazing benefits for your health compared to conventional meats. Healthy fats, omega-3s, antioxidants, minerals, and yes, more omegas. Belcampo animals grow more slowly as nature intended. This is a difference you can both see and taste. And I'm telling you right now, guys, once you try it, you'll make the switch just like I did. Hey, it's your family, dads. Give them the nutritious meats that they deserve. And if you order right now, you can save 20% off your first order. Go to belcampo.com forward slash fatherhood. That's B-E-L-C-A-M-P-O dot com forward slash fatherhood and use the promo code fatherhood to save 20% off your first order. All right, guys, and the way Belcampo raises its animals isn't only better for your health, it has a positive impact on the environment as well. Go visit Belcampo dot com forward slash fatherhood, use that promo code fatherhood, and save 20% off your first order, a gift for first-time customers from First Class Fatherhood. All right dads my pillow has got so much more to offer than just the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own but don't just take my word for it here's my wife to tell you her favorite product from my pillow honey what is it
1: well i love all the my pillow products from the robe to the towels but my absolute favorite hands down product is the my pillow mattress topper on our king size bed i have the best sleep since owning that topper it's like sleeping at a spa resort and i can't wait to sleep on it tonight
0: and i look forward to seeing you there tonight and let me tell you something right now guys happy wife happy life and this mattress topper has been a game changer for me that's a guarantee and speaking of guarantees all pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? First Class Fatherhood listeners can now save up to 66% off. That's right, up to 66% off your order using my promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit MyPillow.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD to save up to 66% off or use the 800 number. That's 1-800-875-0219, 1-800-875-0219, and your savings will be applied instantly. Visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code FATHERHOOD, and save up to 66% off your order at MyPillow. Uh, Adam, right now, I mean, uh, Pepe Le Pew just went down. Uh, Dr. Seuss, they're, they're dropping like Mr. Potato Head here. How, how difficult is it, like, in the comedy world to walk this line? What kind of advice would you have for the parents out there that got kids that are interested in pursuing a comedy career? How do they kind of—what line do they walk? Who can they insult? Like, how how is this affected— the comedy world
1: well it's probably greatly impacted it um i would say look if you if you want to get into comedy what do you have to say what's your voice what's your opinion what's your angle what's who are you uh, why did you i mean some people get into it to get famous i guess or to get paid but that's not a good reason to get into comedy my feeling is is like what is it do you what do you have to say And don't get into it unless you have something to say. And if you have something to say, then you have to say it. Otherwise, this is a waste. So for me, my feeling is, is I just say whatever it is I want to say. And I don't think about the consequences that much. And I'd probably have a possibly different career if I did. But on the other hand, I got to look in the mirror every morning. Why? What kind of comedian? you know, licks his finger, puts it in the air and tries to figure out which way the wind is blowing. And by the way, the wind is shifting every different direction, every 10 minutes in this crazy woke society we're living in. So uh, go out there and say it. Now, my daughter, it's kind of interesting because my daughter is very progressive and my son is very conservative. So I have conversations with my son about being canceled. I don't have those conversations with my daughter because she's on the cancel side. She a cancel er, not a cancel E my son is on the cancel E side of the political spectrum. So I basically said to him, uh, look, say whatever you want, but you better be good. I mean, you better have a skill. You better bring something to the party or you will be canceled. So get a trade you know, be a killer welder, fabricator, carpenter, or be a killer comedian, but you better be good. Don't just get a job hosting the bachelor. You get a job hosting the bachelor, then you can be canceled. If you have a job where you create your own work, where you sell your own books, where you sell out your own clubs or theaters, where you tour, you have your own podcast, if you If you can create your own material, then you can't be canceled, but you better be good. So um, anyone is not good, better shut the hell up in this new culture and this new age. But if you're really good, then say what you want.
0: Yeah, yeah, very well said, Adam. And I, I see that just doing this show. Like whenever I brought on guys, like I've had Eric Trump on the show, Mike Pompeo, Sean Hannity. I've gotten absolutely hammered on social media for bringing them on. And I don't get that blowback. Uh, From when I bring somebody from the other side on, bring a a Democratic senator or something like that. I don't get that that thread of I'm unfollowing you. I'm unsubscribing from you. And and, and it just seems to all go that one way. So it kind of sucks to see that. But that's that's the way it is.
1: Yeah, I know. They're they're always like I get the same thing. Like, oh, why'd you have Donald Trump Jr. on the show? So I don't know why have a thousand progressive people on the show. (laughs) It's a guest. You recognize the name the president's son, he's got something to say, wrote a book, whatever anyone's welcome on the show. And their thing is, is they, they act like they have to approve the guest or they get, they, they get to see the list of people that are okay for the show and not okay for the show. And by the way, how insecure are you in your positions that you can't handle hearing people who
0: differ from you? Yeah, I agree, and I don't know why. It's just, just if you don't want to, don't listen. Why does nobody get to listen? It's the same thing with the. I feel like with the Dr. Seuss thing. If you don't want to read the book, don't read it. You know, you don't have to take it away from everybody. Same thing with the masks. If you if you're scared to go out, stay home. Why? Why everybody? You know. So I don't understand the logic when it comes to a lot of this stuff. So. Well.
1: uh, Yeah, I know. It's like, well, we can't open the restaurants. Well, if you're too big a puss to go to a restaurant, then stay home.
0: Right. And let everybody go out that wants to. I, but like I said, I'll get in trouble just for that piece, just to say that. But it's, that, it is what it is, you know. And I, I'm curious to ask you because you got two teenagers in the house. I do too. I got a 14 and 13 year old there. I have three boys, and my youngest is my only girl. She's only six right now. So I uh, got a while to go yet. But I'll tell you what. With well, my two teenagers, man, it's like hygiene. I can't stress it enough, and they don't seem to do it enough. Like, I walk into my, my son's room, and I'm like, man, it smells like the the football whole football team locker room was in here. Like, are you having this with your teenagers? Are they take care of their hygiene, or you got to get on them after this stuff?
1: What am no, I doing wrong here? No. Uh, I don't know, but whatever you're doing wrong, I'm doing it as well. My <laughs> son's room stinks to high heaven. I, gotta, I have a 110-pound black lab who just sleeps on his bed. The lab likes to go in the swimming pool and then he comes out. Then he goes on to my son's bed. And so it smells like gym socks and wet dog. That's what my son might, my, my daughter's fine. Cause you know, she's a girl and she's, she's into it. She won't let the dog or my son into her room. Cause they both, they both smell, but yeah, my son's got a super stinky room.
0: Yeah, I, I'm trying to guess that, uh, you know, I look back with uh, the goggles on saying like, oh, well my room never, you know, like mine must have smelled like roses and lilacs like when I was a kid growing up. That's the way they think anyway. But I guess mine did as well. But this is something that we stress it all the time on. We're always getting after it. Um, And what what about now? Obviously, the Adam Carolla uh, podcast is humongous. What was the genesis of you starting the podcast, Adam? And uh, what what are your plans and goals for it in the future?
1: Um, I got let go from my radio station that i worked at in 2009 and i didn't have a radio job for the first time in god i don't know 14 years or something so i was just like well i want to keep talking into a microphone and i just took it right from the radio the radio was podcasted the show had millions of minutes of streaming on the computer every month we would find out about it so i knew there was a sort of audience out there on a computer who could stream the show. So I just took it right from uh, the radio studio to my home studio.
0: And where, where, where are you taking What kind of plans and goals do you have here for yourself in the future, Adam?
1: I don't know. I, I don't really work that way. I, I kind of show up and go to work every day. I, I have documentaries I'm making. So there's a lot of those that are kind of out there in various stages of completion I have a sixth book. I'm going to start writing soon enough. Um, and I just kind of show up. I just kind of get up and show up that. That's sort of what I used to do. I'm, you know, have a kind of blue collar nature. So for me, I've just kind of turned show business into a, a job, like, a, you know, almost like a blue collar job. So, uh, I and look, it could be to my detriment, uh, but I just sort of get up and go to work every
0: day. Very cool. Yeah, I like your style. I I know we're up against it here. I'm going to last thing I want to hit you with, Adam. I love to ask all the dads that get on the podcast. What type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening?
1: Hmm, Uh, I would say. Don't, you know, live and die with everything that the kid does and doesn't do, you know, kids kind of, they just kind of go through these phases, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to do a lot. You're not going to do as much shaping as you think you're going to do. You know, I love playing pop Warner football and high school football. I love football. Football made me who I am today and my son's got zero interest in football Mm. and there's nothing I can do to change that. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to try to push, push that rock up a hill. If he's not into it, he's not into it. Find something else he's into. I also used to ride the unicycle a lot and he does kind of want to know how to ride the unicycle now. So, all right, he doesn't like football, but I can try to get him up on the unicycle. So, Uh, do a little less of that. And to me, it's really about the wife and kind of dealing with her and how she interacts with the kid or not how she interacts, but there's going to be a lot of stuff that's important to your wife. That's not that important to you. You got to act like it's important to you, even if it's not.
0: Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Adam Carolla, your first class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on first class fatherhood.
1: Thanks, Alec.
0: Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Adam Carolla for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys. Or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's podcast. I always love to read your feedback. Lock it into my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace for all the upcoming guest announcements. Coming to the podcast on Friday is actor Eric Balfour, who is the star of the new Netflix series Country Comfort that also debuts on Friday as well. So don't miss out on that. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, We are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.